Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to episode number 57. It's been a interesting, heavy few weeks, hasn't it? It's, um, It's definitely been a crazy, crazy roller coaster for me and for my family in so many wonderful ways and in so many challenging ways. And I kind of feel like we all know that we're not alone. I hope you guys do. I hope you guys know that you're not alone. I have to apologize in advance. My workstation has obviously changed being that I am now homeschooling as well as running a business from home um, during this COVID 19 situation. So I'm in the middle of a big echoey room doing the absolute best I can to bring you guys a beautiful, beautiful sounding podcast. But in a week or two, we are moving house. And so when that happens, hopefully I will be in a carpeted room. I don't know if I will actually, but I'm going to get it all sorted even, even better for you guys. But um, I know that none of you guys really care because it's the information that you're receiving, not the, the echo, right? Um, anyway, yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy few weeks. I have been back from India for three weeks now. And so it's kind of, it's wild to think that around six weeks ago, I was just living in a state of bliss, ready to go off to India and excited to come back and then just be this enlightened human with all this new information and all this new learning and just head on back into normal living, normal way of life. And it definitely has not been like that at all. And I want to share a bit about what's been going on for me. And I want to give you guys some really, really powerful, powerful things to think about today. Um, but yeah, so I'll give you a bit of a rundown. So when we got, when I got back, um, obviously I was a couple of days within the quarantine. So I didn't, I didn't get forced to go into quarantine, but I did try my best to stay at home as much as humanly possible. And I've now been home for three weeks. So I feel really confident that I don't have COVID and I feel like my exposure to people in general has been so low that I feel quite confident that I'm helping to flatten out the curve in my own little way. One thing that we really all need to do, uh, I'll get onto that later. (laughs) Ah, I got so much to talk about. Okay. So yeah, I didn't, didn't, I haven't been going out a lot, which isn't really a huge change for me because I've worked from home for 18 years. And so it's, um, it's kind of a normal thing for me. Um, I want to let you guys know, just on a little side note, if you guys missed it, I have released a membership portal. It's called Five People, and basically it's a 
membership, a weekly membership portal where you get coaching from me and other experts that I surround myself with every single week. So every week on a Monday, we do a masterclass within that portal. And then there's extra bonus resources. There's now a monthly book club that we've got that I've started so people can start reading more and learning more. And basically the idea of it is to help you have guidance around what to do and how to grow and how to create change in your life, positive change in your life at this time. I created this as something that I see people just hooking into and loving long-term. And I see it as like a safe place where people can get to know each other and build community and really, really enjoy their time together. And this is something that I'm committed to keeping the energy and the vibe and the information coming through at a rapid pace. Tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Sunday, but um, we have my coaches, MJB, coming in to do a masterclass. And we've also got an incredible woman, um, her Instagram account is called it's not Kate's time. Who's coming in to talk to us about how to deal with adversity. Now she was told about a little bit over a year ago that she had stage four lung cancer and that her days were numbered and she actually reversed the cancer. It became cancer free and has had an incredible year in terms of everything she's done to to rid her body of cancer, but on top of that, being a business owner, being a mum to a three-year-old, a single parent to a three-year-old, so crazy, crazy year. And I'm getting her into the group to talk to us about how to deal with adversity because we're all going through adversity at the moment. So within that, um, within that membership portal, there's a couple of masterclasses this week, but you can join for free. So all you need to do is go to jessicashambury.com.au and go to membership. You can join and try it out for seven days, absolutely free. So I highly suggest you get in there. You'll get all the training and the masterclasses that have come beforehand anyway. So if you're really keen, you can get in there for one week and try it out. But what I'm finding is most people are loving the fact that it's only $7 a week. It's so cheap. I mean, it's like one, two cups of coffee, right? So, um, or half an avocado on toast, but we can't even buy that stuff right now, or we're not really doing a lot of that. We're saving money at the moment because we're in isolation. So, what better thing to do with your, your time and your money than surround yourself with really beautiful, powerful, heart-driven people that have wonderful information to share with you. So I'd love for you to go have a look at that. And within there this week, I actually released a rituals and routine guide, and it's all about how to prioritize your time, create a schedule, and how to really ignite your spirit if you're working from home, or even if you're not working from home, just managing children from home in isolation. So I'd love for you to go check that out. Um, but yes, I realized I've been working at home for 18 years. So I'm pretty all over this working from home thing. I thought, wow, I can't believe I haven't shared this information before, but it's there now. So I'm excited for that. But, um, yeah, so we've had a pretty crazy couple of weeks as, as we all have. Right. And, and then, uh, it would have been two weeks ago now, um, my dad actually got diagnosed with lymphoma. So on top of the COVID and moving house and my husband losing a very big portion of his income for this year, we've got health scares within our family and health issues. So my dad actually had his first round of chemo. Um, I was going to say yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. And, um, and so it's been a really, really big full on couple of weeks in general. Um, and I know that I'm not alone. I know that there are plenty of people suffering 
from worse challenges than I am. Um, but it's a really crazy time and I feel like I just need to keep speaking into it at the moment because I keep seeing things happening on social media and with the media and around us and there's so much confusion and you've got the people that are looking into conspiracy theories and there's fear coming left, right and centre. And I posted a, um, a quote the other day I couldn't, I couldn't help but just think, oh, wow, like this is just, this is just so poignant for right now. And this is why I named this, this podcast what I did. And this is what I really want to talk to you guys about today. Use this time to return to normal because how we were wasn't normal. Use this time to return to normal because how we were wasn't normal. It's been a big, big eye-opening week for me in terms of in terms of really tapping into that as a concept. And so I really want to talk to you guys about it today because I was talking to my coaches the other day and we were talking about the fact that people are, are talking about how things have been taken away from them. Um, you know, oh, or people that are like, there's so many different things happening at the moment. There's all this... I'm one of the lucky ones because I got to keep my job or I've had everything taken away from me. And there's memes about, you know, um, all the, all the people coming out of isolation with the, with no nails and no eyelashes and regrowth and all this stuff. And yeah, it's all kind of funny, but the truth is, is that we are being given what we've always asked for, which is more time, more connection with our family, you know, this stuff we have craved for so long as a, as a general, as a general rule, most people want it. They don't want to have to commute to work. They don't want the long drives. They don't want time away from their family. They want to be with their family and they want to enjoy time together and they want to thrive and feel love and do fun things. The problem is, is that a lot of us have been living in this rat race, um, and, and now we've been given this gift and now we're still not happy with it. Now we're still looking outside for the things that are within us already. Um, and I had a really, I had a bit of an eye-opening moment the other day. I was talking to my coaches, Mitch and Mills, and we're talking about how people lose themselves in the outer and how what we often do is that we look to the outside to feel better on the inside. And so when all these things are taken away, uh, when all these things cease to exist, when all these shops close down, when we can't go out to lunch with our girlfriends, when we can't see the family members that we want to see, all these different things, um, we start to get really confused. We start to lose, or we can start to lose an even bigger sense of self because what we did is we were living in a space where we perceived that our sense of self relied on all this outside stuff. So the job, the friends, the outings, the clothes, the nails, the lashes, the hair, the catch-ups with our buddies, the sports we play, the gym we go to, the places that we shop, the coffee shop we visit, all that stuff does not speak into who we are, but a lot of us perceive or deep down on a subconscious level believe 
that we are not whole without those things. And the truth is, we are so whole without all of it, we've just been conditioned to believe otherwise. We have looked for things on the outside to fill how we feel on the inside our whole life. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy, guys. Um, so I can definitely relate to this and I'm going to be honest with you guys and I'm going to kind of share because it's been funny. Like I just said to my hobby today, oh, my nails are going to have to come off because I love looking really, really refined and fresh. I really like that. Um, I don't feel like there is anything wrong with having nice things or having nice nails or eyelash extensions or coloring your hair. But yeah, I'm one of the girls that does or did all of that stuff. And, um, and now things are changing, things are shifting. It's really, really interesting because there was times when I started to feel like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to cope without all this stuff? Like, I don't know if I really like having to be natural nails or this or that, you know, really, really low grade, mediocre quality, like low, low grade, low quality problems. Right. (laughs) But there were definitely times when I felt that for me, however, the biggest thing or the biggest loss that I felt, because I think that even last week, I kind of went through this state of feeling a bit of, a bit of loss, a bit of grief for the life that was. And there were so many things in that life that were absolutely beautiful and abundant. There was so much fun. There was so much um, connection and laughter and boozy meetups with the girls and eating beautiful food and holidays and travel. And, you know, we had a, we have just so many beautiful outings as a family, um, things that, you know, we would do, we're always active, we're always out there, we're always looking around, adventuring, exploring places, meeting up with our friends, very social and very full. And then I look at my business and my business was, a lot of it's based online, but there have been parts of my business that I am grieving right now, that I'm stressing about, as in I have, I have, bigger and better things coming, but I'm sad that I've lost some of the things that I have always had. So there's been grief and loss in so many areas, but the biggest thing is, is like, and I'm sure you guys can all relate. I just felt like, oh my gosh, like everything's going to change. And I don't like that because I like things the way they are. I like being able to go catch up with my friends. I don't like having to say, I can't even walk on the beach with my friend right now. I can't even do that. I can't invite someone to my home to have a drink, a glass of wine or a tea or a coffee or cheese and crackers. I don't like not being able to take my daughter on play dates. This stuff is suckful in a lot of ways. Um, and last Saturday, it was one of the first, um, you know, I suppose it was like a first weekend that I'd been back and we'd not been running around and doing crazy things. And, um, and I, and I said to my hubby, look, let's just put our phones away and let's just be really present. And we have been so guilty of not doing that. We're both business owners and 
we're just always looking at our fucking phones, you know, like, oh, it's, you know, it's work. I've got to work. I've got to check the email. I've got to make the money, got to pay the rent. And I could feel myself going into this mode of scarcity for a minute of like last, a couple of weeks ago where I thought if I don't put my head down and my bum up and work harder than I've ever worked, I'm going to be in trouble, which isn't true. (laughs) Um, I have such a big vision. It's all mapped out anyway. So I knew that wasn't true, but I definitely went there for a minute. Uh, we're all fucking human. We all have moments, right? Where we just like, Oh my gosh, like I'm having fear. I'm having doubt creep in. And so I said to my hubby, let's just put our phones down and let's just not look at anything or anyone be in isolation, like fully in isolation. Um, even like socially, from social media, no, nothing coming in apart from music. And, um, I wrote into my phone at the end of the day, a little bit of a thing. I'm going to read it to you just so you can see how I've, how I've been feeling. So this was, this was about a week. Yeah, it was about a week ago. So today we walked on the beach, listened to music, danced as a family. We ate lunch on the balcony, did a family workout washed the car in the driveway. We've spoken to four of our family members on FaceTime. We nourished ourselves with a healthy food. We made immunity tonic. We decluttered our garage. All things that a lot of families already do every single Saturday, but not ours. We are normally used to daddy working at weddings every weekend. And a lot of the time we do some of these things without him. But a lot of the time, instead of putting my phone away and being present, I try to work. I try to post to social media and I try to be be a good mum all at once. A lot of the time, this doesn't work. And instead of doing one thing well, I do three things half well. Today, I realise that this is what our family has been craving for a long time. This is what we've been asking for. This is what we have been needing to happen. I felt like I could have written so much more, but I just jotted that into my phone because I wanted to remember how I was feeling at that point in time. But what I realized is that one of the biggest things we did as a family that day was we became ultra present. And I know that a lot of families already do that, but for us, we were doing a lot of things a little bit well. Um, It makes me feel sad, to be honest. It makes me feel a bit embarrassed, but... I was like, do I, did I really need this to be my wake up call? You know, we'd spend the Saturday, we'd go to the markets every, every Saturday together and that'd be quality time. And we'd come home and we'd unpack. And then, you know, Leo, my little two-year-old would go for a sleep. And then normally what would happen is like Scarlett would watch me a TV and I would sit on my phone doing work. And then we'd catch up with someone or we'd go to Kmart or we'd go somewhere and we'd buy some shit and, you know, like it wasn't as meaningful as the weekend that we just had. It was, it was okay, but it wasn't as meaningful. It almost felt like we had this sense of like, we don't know what's going to happen. And so therefore we have to make the most of every minute since last Saturday. And it was fucking beautiful. It was so beautiful. And I just thought to myself, like, we never had any certainty of the future, yet we'd been coasting through just living this mediocrity in so many ways. 
And I know you can all relate because it doesn't matter at what level you're at, you'll always be able to look up and step up one more level and improve, move further away from mediocrity, right? Um, But what I realized is that I really had lost myself in the outside a lot. And so I had this moment of grief. I had this moment of like feeling loss for all the things we can't do. And then I realized that I had that light, that light bulb moment where I was like, oh my gosh, this is just what I learned in India. I learned this in India. I just hadn't quite grasped, 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 God, I can't speak, grasped that what I'd actually learned a hundred percent. Like I'd, I felt like I'd learned it, but I hadn't fully been able to get my head wrapped around exactly what I meant by it, if that makes sense. So anyway, what I learned was that there is a normal, especially in Australia, the US, the UK, um, places where we have abundance, where we have money, where we have systems, where we have governments, where we have roads and clean water and what have you. There is a normal that has changed rapidly in the last 60 years, 100 years, right? It was a very simple normal that has become very fucking complicated. So many industries opening up, so many entrepreneurs, so many offerings, so many things we can buy. I mean, just look at the fact that women are like scrambling to get hair toner, right? <laughs> things like that. Get their nails done, get their lashes done. I'm in the boat, right? I'm in the fucking boat with you guys. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the fact that we've gotten ourselves into this boat. <laughs> what I'm saying though is that this normal that we've created is based on so much outer, 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 outer. I'm looking for this. I'm trying to fill that cup. I'm trying to get some satisfaction over here. Everything's outside of us. We're looking so far outside to bring us this peace and this quality of timelessness into our heart that's already that already exists in there, guys. And so this normal that we had, if we look at it now, a couple of weeks into isolation, a couple of weeks into quarantine, we start to look at what normal was. We get up out of bed and we check our phones, we check our emails and we respond to things. And then we rush downstairs and we try to get the kids off to school and we rush around and we think about how, you know, who we're going to meet up with on the weekend. And we think about the social media and how to be, be better than the Joneses and the comparison games and the competition. And then what we do is we just watch people on social media living their life. And we just watch like for an hour or two a day, we just watch people do shit. And then we get home and we just rush the kids into bed and we put Netflix on and we drink a glass of wine and we do fuck all. And then we get up again and we do it again. Now, I'm not saying all of us are exactly like that, but you can relate to some of it, right? We scroll our phones. We put so much energy into stuff outside of us. We're not going within. And so a lot of things outside of us have now been stopped, have now been closed, now non-existent for a while. I don't want to say taken away because technically it's a gift that they've been taken away. 
it's a beautiful thing that some of these industries in, you know, and I don't mean this in any offense, but some of these industries have had to pause. I do believe that they'll come back and they'll thrive. But what I genuinely hope is that we realize, all of us realize that within ourselves, there was a normal that we don't want to return to, right? There was a normal that we were living by that was not necessarily serving us, that was not necessarily giving us the the happiness we desired. I know it true for many people. I work with coaches continuous. I work with my clients who I coach continuously, and this is a continuous message that I get back. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't put my finger on it. I don't understand why I'm not succeeding. I don't understand why I'm so happy when I have so much. We've got to return to the old normal because the the normal we had isn't working, guys. The I'm not, I don't understand why I'm not happy. I can't figure out. I want so much. I've got so much, but I'm still not happy. You are not connected to your heart. You are not connected to your self. You are not honoring yourself. You're living by rules. You're living by standards set by other people. You're listening too much to people around you instead of listening to yourself. You're doing things because you think it will make you look better or sound better or keep you in alignment with the people around you. You're doing things because you're in comparison mode. You're buying shit online because you saw someone else on Instagram post that they bought that loungewear. For fuck's sake, guys. I'm sorry, but it's fucking stupid. Like we're all now looking, like I see this in my emails and I'm just like, for real? Yeah, I probably want tie-dyed loungewear just like you do. But if you're not doing the inner work first, then that loungewear will never make you happy. Those eyelashes, that hairdo, none of that will ever make you happy, guys. If you believe it does or if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, then you need to get in check with who you are radically and quickly. Like don't waste the next three to six months in ISO watching Netflix, please go and get some help. Go and invest in yourself, in your heart, in getting to know who you are, in having a mission bigger than you. Invest in that. It's scary to think that we could put so much emphasis on other things, other people, other businesses to make us happy. It's scary to think that retail retail is shut, yet there's so many online sales right now filling the void of people. Look, people looking for the quick fix. It's like having a glass of wine, smoking a cigarette, taking drugs, whatever it is for you, eating the chocolate. You're getting the quick fix. You get the quick feel good. You go buy the thing online. You're like, ooh, I don't have any money and no job. And now I'm on Centrelink, but I'll fucking buy that thing that's 30% off because I've got nowhere to go, but it will make me feel good. (laughs) You're all going wrong. I still like buying things online. Don't get me wrong. But guess what? My internal shit is miles ahead of where it used to be and it's getting better every single day. My internal shit isn't fucking me up with the decision-making process. 
I'm like, how do I buy things that prioritize my health and my well-being? How do I research a new way of living to make sure that I come out of this a fucking stronger, more intelligent human being than I could have ever imagined? That's where I want you guys to sit. Like we're making these tonics every day. But we know these things are good for us. We should have been doing it years ago, every day. We're doing things like that and we're feeling great as a family. We're connecting. We're taking time with each other. But most importantly, we're taking time for ourselves. Now, this whole week has just been like blowing my mind because every single time I move to another level, I shift my clients' um, strategies with them. I help my clients believe in themselves. I help my clients communicate better with the people around them to raise their energy, to be the the light in the room, all these things that we do. Like we've just launched so many businesses, so many new things this last few weeks. Um, That's the fun stuff for me. But the thing is, every time I do this stuff, more and more things just keep getting thrown at me to, to basically solidify the fact that what I'm telling you is so fucking right. And it's so important. People know it. And I absolutely have a responsibility to give you this information and not just give it to you, but kind of ram it down your throat so that you actually hear it. Now I want to tell you something, and maybe I don't know if my mum listens to this, but my mum and dad were right. You know how many times they say to me, you know, there's nothing wrong with the simple life, Jess. And I was like, oh no, you want to want big. Yeah, you want to want big in impact. You want to want big in how you can help people. You want to want big in all of that. But you want to want bigger the internal happiness that you desire and that you absolutely deserve in your life. And that comes through simplicity. It comes through knowing yourself. It comes through saving yourself now from the shit you've been dealing with. Save your fucking self now. Don't worry about the homeschooling. What your kids need, and I give all credit to Glennon. Gosh, now I've completely forgotten her surname and it's probably Brown. I think it is. Glennon Doyle. That's right. (sighs) Glennon Doyle. If you haven't heard of her, go look her up. I give credit to her for this. Children do not need me to save them. My children, no, I'll say it again. Okay. So I I listened to this in a podcast. She said, my children do not need me to save them. They need to watch me save myself. (sighs) This has basically been the catchphrase of my business. This has been underlying to everything I do. You know how many times I would say to my clients, start being selfish, start putting yourself first. You know, I I heard her say something and it was crazy. I think it was oh gosh, I should really write this stuff down. She said something like, oh yeah, as a compliment, as a mother or a woman, we get told you're so selfless. That's amazing. So now it's good to not give a shit about yourself. Be selfless. Just do everything for everyone else and everyone will give you kudos for it. Is that not the most fucked up thing you've ever heard when you think about it like that? Be selfless. Have no sense of self. And we'll give you kudos for it because you're putting everyone else before yourself. I've heard this so many times. Oh, my grandmother, she just did everything for everyone. She never worried about herself. She just worried about everyone else. 
That is not the way we want to be moving through society right now. So yes, the homeschooling needs to happen at one point. But what I want you guys to be very clear on is right now, there is a chance to return to normal and to change what normal looks like. You're being given that chance right now. It's in your control how this ends. It's in your control what the outcome is. You have to make the decision though. Do I, did I like the normal I had before this fucking virus came along? Most of you will tell me maybe a little bit, mostly, but there are definitely things that you need to shift within that normal. Unnecessary spending, time wasted on social media, time wasted looking outside for gratification and for feel good, too much procrastination, too much time in the scroll hole, too much comparison. One of those things is going to tick your list. Social contagion, doing shit because someone else did it. What the fuck is that about? Like, honestly, guys, you buy something because someone else bought it and you think that's normal. What about because what do you, what do you like? What about actually knowing yourself so well that you know what you want? And I talked about this a little while ago in a podcast. I said, you know, people asking permission from other people, judging success by what other people have. Do you know how many people, people's businesses will shut down because of COVID? But the truth, guys, is that they had no fucking backup plan. They had no system in place. They were living in denial in this fucking fake safety net that never existed. But they'll whinge about it because their normal was warped, because they weren't connected with what real normal should be. It is not normal to not have savings. Look at our ancestors. Look at our great-grandparents. I look at mine. My grandma and grandpa came from Ukraine. They had nothing. They never got a loan to get their first home. They saved for it in cash, for fuck's sake. And how did they do that? They first bought the block of land. They worked 12-hour days. They lived simply. They didn't look outside of themselves for anything. They didn't sit at home watching fucking Netflix at night. They sat at home spending time with their family. Then they saved every cent they could so they could live on that block of land. But they couldn't live in a house, so they lived in a shed two adults and three children in a shed until they could have saved enough money to live in the house. This is the same as what the Indians do. They live in slums. They earn great money. They choose to live in slums so they can send money back to their family. They don't fucking buy another pair of high heels even though they never fucking go out. Guilty as charged. I am here to say I'm just as guilty as you are. Right? It is a bullshit way of living. I don't care if you're not disliking this information and shaking your head and going, no, but I deserve to feel good and I want to have nice things. Have them, but be very clear that if you are internally fucked up, if you are internally battling with demons, that's where you've got to go first. Get off the online shopping. Get off the scroll hole. Take yourself off Netflix. Start saving your money. Don't be like, oh, I've got to support the local coffee shop right now. I better go buy a takeaway coffee. Yet in three weeks, my savings will be run out. Guys, come on. You've got to be real about this. You've got to ask yourself, 
What do I want my normal to look like when I get back to what we think is going to get back to normal? The truth is, guys, it's never, ever going to be the same. People will try. People will try to get it back to the same, but it's not fucking happening. And that's fucking great news. It would be great news if the world becomes a better place. You choose to have a part in that. You choose to become an integral part of the change. You choose to show up around your family and let them know. I'm getting great gifts out of this experience. I don't want things to go back to normal. I'm creating a new normal for my family. And what does that look like? At nighttime, we all lay on the lounge next to each other and read books that help enrich our mind. We all actively work together as a family to create, to consume. We think about our footprint on this fucking world. We think about everything we do with more compassion, with more kindness. We don't have tons of shit in our home that we don't need piled up. Hundreds of pairs of shoes and jackets and clothes and jewelry. We don't consume like that anymore. We consume consciously. We're not materialistic. We don't buy each other's love. How fucking refreshing would that be? What if we FaceTimed a different family member every day for the next year, for the rest of our lives, instead of disconnecting because we're putting television watching and fucking Netflix and watching strangers' lives with fucking shiny filters on their heads over our family, over our grandparents, over our friends... The new normal sounds fucking great to me. I hope you guys agree. I really, really do. (sighs) I'm fired up. Guys, this is serious. I want you guys to know how serious this is. I am working with people at the moment that are creating some incredible stuff, myself included. I have spent, and let me tell you, I have not earned anything from this so far. I have spent years getting to the point to offer you guys this membership portal. This is the kind of thing that can break you free of the patterns you're in, can break you free of the cycles and the normal you created. There's online fucking bullies right now calling people ridiculous things on the internet because they don't agree with how they're acting through this COVID thing. Now, I mentioned this on my stories today, and it's just crazy to think that we are still in a state in this world, especially in Australia, where it's okay to get online and call people fuckwits and say nasty things about each other. Now, when I was in India, all I could feel was kindness, love, compassion, good karma, bad karma. We got lucky so many times. We had ti- we had tiger sightings that was top three in 12 years. Like, We had lots of good karma on our trip, but I was surrounded with a bunch of people that have done some serious, serious, deep human development work. And I believe that's why we had the good karma, right? (laughs) All I could feel was compassion, kindness, non-judgment. That's all we got the whole trip. It wasn't about how we looked and all those things. It wasn't about all that stuff. You didn't see any of that over there. It was just a beautiful state, living in a beautiful state. There was that spaciousness, that timelessness. There was this peacefulness. And we're over here sitting behind our phones, calling each other fuckwits, like for God's sakes. 
have compassion guys. And I know that you're not the one that probably did it. I doubt that lady listens to my podcast, but I'm telling you guys, this is the stuff happening. And we have to, as a collective, if you're listening to this, raise the vibration, share this more, get this message out to people so that when things start to shift in a more positive direction, when that curve starts to flatten out, when less people are getting COVID, when all this stuff is starting to level out, we get to then consciously step into a new normal, a better fucking normal than we could have ever imagined. Or we unconsciously and subconsciously just roll down the fucking hill of life back to how we were doing it, how we were existing, which I can tell you none of you are 100% happy with. If you are, connect with me. If you can't fault anything in your life, connect with me. I would love to know what you've done to get to that point. Most people can fault a lot. Most people want change. You've been given this opportunity So this week, I want you to write something for me. I'm going to ask you to share this as well. I hope a few of you, I hope hundreds of you do this. I'm getting a lot of people listen to this, but you know what? Most people won't because they'll be too lazy to, or they won't bother trying to make impact and change what this world looks like. And they'll just not bother. But if you can be bothered, that'd be fucking great. What does returning to normal look like you? How do you want your new normal to look? I would love it if you typed it up in your phone. It doesn't have to be long. It could be what your perfect day looks like. For me, the new normal is spending more time connecting with the people I love, is not looking outside for what I know is already inside. It's growing and learning, reading and educating myself every day. It's having crazy, passionate sex with my husband. It's eating beautiful food with my family. It's taking big, long walks in nature. It's being active. It means comparison doesn't play a part in my life. It means I love everyone equally. I am emotionally balanced. And all I do is raise the vibration for the people around me. So I want to know what yours is. What does returning to normal look like you? What look like to you? If you share it, tag me, post it to Instagram. Let's start something. Let's start spreading some beauty within this world right now instead of trolling people and judging people and wishing things were different because they're not. But you can change. You've got an internal dialogue that you can change. You've got ISO life that can shift into a beautiful situation if you allow it. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I really love bringing this to you and I hope to see some of you in my five people membership portal. Just go to jessicashembury.com.au, click on the membership tab, try it for a week for free. And then if you really hate it, you can leave, but I doubt you will. Thanks guys. I love you. Have a beautiful week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the abundance hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today. 